Hello, and welcome back at long last to the Book Wars pod. We're back, uh, I'm bitches. Chris, and I got it, I got it right <laughs> once, and now I'm never gonna fucking uh never gonna fucking pause for pause for dramatic effect. <laughs> I thought you were again. saying your name was what you got right for once. But I mean, <laughs> it's very confusing not, sometimes. Okay, <laughs> not wrong necessarily, um, but yeah, I'm here. As usual, with Burb, Rana, and Kristen. We're and off we're to here. a great start. We're doing the best <laughs> of this. I mean, it's been, what, three weeks easily? Sorry. I... More than that. I don't know. No, that was me too. It's been sometimes. But you're welcome for the break in between, in the middle of a book. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> it's not like this long. is a book. This isn't a book with like a running plot. Like, it's not like they needed to remind themselves what happened. Maybe. Yeah, it's it's just the Empire Strikes Back. Maybe they're listening to this pod really. and they've never seen Empire. Then no, no, I'm just kidding. Them, they don't exist. But, it's cool. but if well, you do, I'm really sorry. All five listeners. Vader is Luke's father. <laughs> what? Fucking spoilers, Chris. How? Deal with it. Dare you? Of course, the white man on the pod. I always need to be the center of attention. Anyway. Oh my god! He made it. <laughs> Right, I'm glad there was something coming because I did pause for jokes on that one. <laughs> it, the whole podcast is just Chris pausing for jokes and the drops not coming. Yeah, it's true. Geeks, when are we going to get some season two drops in there from I Think You Should Leave? We got I haven't done my rewatch I yet. I need to rewatch. I need to watch the rest of it and then... We need to decide what we're glomming onto. <laughs> I'm happy to time. take that onto my plate. <laughs> it's a responsibility I can accept. We gotta do yes. something about the hat. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God for I think. I mean, have I been saying two. you can't skip lunch every day for Maybe the past week and a half? <laughs> you gotta give. Yes, we Yo, can we get a you gotta give drop for that for the fucking uh charity segment yes, <laughs> yes. Please. of course all right that's gonna happen she uh, anyway a way to charity it's genius mm-hmm. absolutely uh anyway before we get to that what are we all drinking today rana let's start with you oh it's always a dangerous decision um i am drinking a tommy knocker blood orange ipa i hate the name and the image of tommy knocker this is totally the face of someone who like killed my people but um, I mean, a lot of people look that way, I guess, but it is a local beer and it tastes good and it is from Idaho Springs and it should have some sort of a description somewhere, but I can't find it. Um, it's Indian, pa- or it's just an Indian <laughs> pale ale. My people made this beer. No, it's the India pale ale. Um, there are native breweries. Check them out. Bow and Arrow Brewing in Albuquerque comes to mind. Anyways. Ooh. Uh, and it's 6%. It's IBU of 55. And that's my story. I'm passing it over to Keeks because I saw what she's drinking and I want one. And it, same. Holy shit. I'm Our drinking. <gasps> Definitely had faith. this on the pod before. Um, 
Do you like these, Chris? You gasped so loud. I, I literally I had made... one at Rana's apartment yesterday. Oh, good. Also, I made him um, drink that at Thanksgiving. I did. When I went did. out there. Was what it for was. a festive melon beer. <laughs> it's a 10-barrel cucumber crush sour, and it's very good. It's um, so, why is it so No, refreshing? I will get, if you like this, I will get, they make, um, uh, so Chris and Kate will be in Portland next week, but I will get, they make uh, like a variety pack of all of the crush sours. Because they make other flavors besides cucumber. Yeah, I, I would crush that. Hey! Hey! Oh, no. hey. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a sad like reaction somewhere. No, we still don't where's, have a sad. Where's Burb's phone. sad air horn? <laughs> I know. Blah blah blah. It's great. Sad. Yeah. My sad air horn meets sad trombone. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like Charlie Brown's teacher mixed with the trombone. <laughs> but I'm here for it. <laughs> Keeks, just so you know, maybe this is not something the pod needs to hear, but my stepdad was obsessed with that beer. We had our um, mm. our like visit. My mom and stepdad came out with us, why we didn't record, uh, in addition to other reasons. But um, he's crazy about beer and like super picky, and mm. he got like two different cases of the, not huge cases, but like six packs or whatever yeah. of crushed beer, and he was like, I have to take this home to Massachusetts. And then my mom and I drank them all, and he was like, I have to get another one to take home to Massachusetts. <laughs> I love that. It's good shit. I think it we've only had good. the cucumber, but... It's because I love it so much. Yep. They have a cucumber. They have a raspberry. I don't know the other there's ones. A, I, I, I think there's a guava one. That sounds I right. I think I've had the guava one once. Yep. All of that sounds beer. right. Well, since Chris loves this beer so much, Chris, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm not drinking beer. I'm drinking tequila. False um, advertising. Yeah. Uh, I'm drinking, uh, I think it is, I, I needed to finish off a bottle, so I can't actually remember kind of just grabbed the bottle and I was like this needs to this needs to die. Uh it's I think it's San Matias uh extra añejo. Um but yeah, there's there's quite a bit in here, so this pod should be fun. <laughs> Poor Kate. That's okay. I am drinking uh canned rosé. So... Which canned rosé? Old please. It is our Underwood. I think they call it Rosé Bubbles. Oregon grown from our friends at Union Wine Company who produced and packed it uh, here in Tualatin. So it's 11%. And it's a fucking can of wine. And I always forget that. And then you have two and want to take a nap. Classic. But I support it's, it's, it. it's the nighttime, so I can do it. <laughs> I was going to say that's called going to sleep in some circles. <laughs> in some in some i should have something more interesting next time we record because i did spend a lot of money at the liquor store today it's a fun activity and i i always regret it but not really yeah i mean it was hazel's so like you can't go to hazel's it's and not spend it. a lot of yeah. money yeah oh is that the big bitch yeah it's the big He's bitch great yeah yeah boulder just has like one of the most amazing liquor stores i've ever been to it's amazing it's fucking like walmart sized liquor store and they carry Cucumber Crush from Ten Barrel Brewing. They do carry Cucumber Crush. I didn't get beer today. I specifically stocked our bar, but that's okay. I do not approve. Of not getting beer. I mean, we have a fridge full of beer, too, is also part <laughs> of it. I was going to say, aren't you the one who's also always drinking whiskey on the pod? Yeah. So, like, it's burb. we have no, plenty of you, beer. No, not you, I'm talking to Burb. Oh, yeah. Oh. Sometimes. A fair amount. I did recently. I just, I'm a white man. I assume but... everyone's always talking to me. 
See, I was going to make that joke, and I thought maybe it was too obvious. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's there, therefore, it's perfect for me to make. <laughs> oh, right. Where's that awkward drop? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I'm I don't know that that's the one anyone wanted. Let's just, let's just, let's just go. It's not going to get better from here. Uh, before we jump in, as a reminder from several weeks back, our uh, organization that we are encouraging people to give to while we read this book is Islamic Relief USA at irusa.org. They are uh, collecting funds to give uh, food and housing and other support to Palestinians affected by state violence by Israel. So really great organization. Shit is still happening, even though the Twitter moment has passed. So if you are able, please do give. Shall we Star War? Sure. Seems right. fake, but I'll, I'll go for it. All right. Let's talk about Boba Fett, shall we? I have A sentence I never thought I would as... be excited to say in my life. And yet, here we are. <laughs> Listen, I mean, if Zoraida Cordova is going to write Boba Fett, like, I'll allow it. There are very few people I would accept a Boba Fett story from, but yeah, it's Zoraida, and I didn't I didn't know it before, but Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> yep, I'm here for it, and uh, that's that chapter. No, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and that was, was the whole say, story. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, I don't, I, so like this this like series of this section of the book, I didn't really have much to say about any of it because I feel it's, like it's it's interesting because it's like. You know, it, what, eight stories about the part of Empire that I always kind of forget about? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, oh, they're on Bespin. Oh, I like Bespin. It's Cloud it's, City. It's the soggy middle of Empire, like to be sure. I like that part. Yeah. I um, suck, but I like that part. <laughs> I, I had this note in a later story, the other um, one with the bounty hunters, but he, Boba Fett really thinks he's just, like, smart as hell. And I'm like, you're doing okay, sir. Like, I'm going to he, be... He's... No, sorry. Oh, I, sorry. I, I, I stopped. You go. Oh, I was just going to bullshit and vamp about how he's like, ah, ha, ha, ha. I'm going to give you these... I don't know why he's French now. I'm going to give you these... <laughs> um... <laughs> French, Mari. <laughs> Boba Fett. <laughs> Like, I'm I mean, his name you... doesn't have enough letters to be French. Sorry, Bert. I was going to say, there's, Go there's nothing about no, it's, that name it's... that lends itself to French okay, pronunciation, but, so, but here we are. Okay, so we could rearrange it into fête, like a party. Mm. Like a with the little With the little accent with the little, oh, on the E. The little, yeah. the little up thing when you send it in the group chat to emphasize something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's very much like, I'm a genius. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to help out. I'm not a slimy person at all. Here are these coordinates. And then he just stays back. I hear where you're coming from, but I also feel like if you're dumb enough to like assume that this other person who's up to get all this money for catching these people is giving you the right coordinates, you're a fucking idiot. Like, yeah. Sorry, it was very Massachusetts. But like, what, who, would, who would think that? Okay, but also, if you trust Boba Fett... Yeah, you're a fucking, you're a fucking idiot. idiot. Like... <laughs> That's why I love that Dengar is the one who trusted him. Because <laughs> Dengar is no. canonically a fucking moron. But D- Dengar doesn't 
I mean, he he knows that he shouldn't trust him. So he goes off of like the oh I broke into his computer or however the fuck this works in space and like got the actual coordinates, and I'm like no dude those are still wrong. He's not just gonna let you have it. Like you're a fucking idiot. If anyone can do that, like it's fine. You know I know actually never mind. I was gonna talk about another story where this happens, but then I realized <laughs> that would be the third one we've mentioned. <laughs> so let me calm down. Maybe yeah. I'll just say it anyways. Keeks, you can cut out if it's annoying. No, do um, it. In, oh my god, which one is it? The um, do, 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 standard Imperial Procedures of the next one. I didn't mind that Boba Fett was such an asshole because that guy was being such an asshole and he thought he was like ready to do this or that. And he was like, I'm going to, I mean, I did feel bad for him. Like, get your pension, man. But also, he the way that he thought he was outsmarting everyone. That kind of made me like, well, I don't feel that bad for you getting sucked out into the vacuum of space. <laughs> like, sorry, man. It's not real. It's fake, Burb. It's not real. It's fake and in the space. Face, famously. The, yes. The face that she just made was like, I'm sorry. No, I mean, I, I maybe did cackle a little bit when he, poor guy got, you know, yeeted into space. He's like, because he also was like. I am the smartest person. Nobody else will ever see this. And for both of them, I'm like, guys, it's a fucking, like, granted, Star Destroyers, huge, humongous. It is known. It's a fucking Corellian freighter on it. Like, anybody with eyes and or a camera on the back of the fucking Star Destroyer will see that there's a goddamn spaceship on it. Star Destroyers definitely have rear view cameras. There's no way. So There's they can no back up in space? They beep very loudly in the vacuum of space. Beep. Listen, if my car beep. has one, a Star Destroyer should have it. That's that's just the end of the story. I'm just, like, trying to picture a Star Destroyer with the back... Like, you know how, like, anything over a large van has the beepy? Mm-hmm. A Star Destroyer. The, in the beepy. <laughs> in the vacuum of space. Yes. I'm just imagining a Star Destroyer par- parallel parking. <laughs> Well, think about how long the introduction is when they pan over them like that, but slowed down because you have to go slower to back up. It'd be quite a process. I'm really glad it's not included in the official canon. They, or if it is, they'd I still, hate Star Wars, apparently. They'd still be able to park <laughs> in the old Maryland driver's test. I don't did you know not have to parallel means. park in that? No, we did, but it was in when I did it, and thankfully this is different now, it was an obstacle course. The and there was like I'm this... sorry, please elaborate. <laughs> so it was, so it was just like, and it wasn't available at all MVA locations because like some were only, you know, part the one close to me was like open three days a week from like one to three, and it was like great, this is fucking useless. You're just the courthouse, um, and <laughs> um, like. It, it, it was basically an obstacle course. Like, you, you went in, and, like, there were a couple stop signs, and you had to, like, very obviously, like, stop and, like, look both ways, put on your blinker, make the left turn, then make the right turn, um, and then you had a parallel park in this space that was at least, like, one and a half spaces. Still failed the first time. I, I was in rural fucking southern Maryland, um yeah and then you had um, to do a, a three-point turn listen 
it was a three-point turn, but it was really like, just get out of this giant box you just pulled into. So they teach you a three-point turn, but you can go for as long as you fucking want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll tell my story when you're done. Never mind. Go ahead. And then you, you go out of that, make some more right turns. Then you have to back up 50 feet and, like, look out the back of your car. Because also this was 2009. Like, backup cameras were not standard. Um, <laughs> and then, I- yeah. Now they make them drive on the roads, which is a good idea. I just in, want to know in what world you would need to back up 50 feet. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Rana. Oh, no. Sorry. Go ahead. Verb ask, no, that, ask, that the Maryland, ask the fucking Maryland Motor Vehicle Administration in 2009. I don't know what to tell you. When I got my license in Massachusetts, there had just been a big snowstorm, and the, all the streets had, like, tons of plowed snow. Look at Keek's face. She's not happy. <laughs> um, don't turn off your camera. It's joyful. That sounded weird. I take that back. Anyways. Um, yeah. Spicy. <laughs> I really regret saying that. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I just meant, like, I like judging people's reactions. Anyway, I'm going to stop talking, but go back to talking to tell my story. <laughs> um, so we had just gotten, like, a ton of snow. And this was probably in November or so. And um, I did my parallel park. I did all these things. Oh, no. Keith's turned off her camera. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Then (laughs) I really didn't mean it in a creepy way. Um, When it was time for my three-point turn, they had me go down this little narrow street. But then the the plows had left, like, these massive, whatever the word is, of snow. Oh, yeah. Um, The the bitches. Banks. Snow banks. Um, The bitches. That's right. (laughs) They left a lot of bitches in the street. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I had to do it. I'm so sorry. I don't know what's wrong with me. I had to do a three-point turn. Um, but then the road was so narrow, I had to do, like, a five-point turn. And obviously, I'm really awkward and, like, way too <laughs> self-conscious. And so I I had always been told if you didn't do it in three, you failed. And so I started doing it, and I had to get to, like, the fourth turn to finish. And I was like, I just said, I failed. <laughs> so dramatically. <laughs> I was like, calm down. We're not done yet. <laughs> I practiced. I'm sorry. <laughs> he was like, it's the snowbanks. It's okay. That's so dramatic, and I but love yeah. it. Oh, I my God. One, one last follow-up to my story. So I obviously failed parallel parking the first time because I couldn't get close enough to the curb. My car fucking died two days later. And I was like, great. I have to take this test again tomorrow. Wait, so do I, they make you use your own car? Yeah. Oh, what, in Massachusetts, you go in the, the car they have you do it in. Oh, God, that would be awful. I don't know that car. That's the point, I think. No, I just had to like practice driving in my mom's car for like an hour, and then I was fine. <laughs> I'm glad it worked out. Thank you. I can drive. I did have to retake a fucking written test in Oregon. Thank God I had three hours to study the little pamphlet before I took it. Does Oregon make you do a test before you change your license over? Uh, it's a, it's like the, you know, the written test, the screen, multiple yeah. choice test, yeah. In order to switch, wow. See, that would be smart if we all did that. Colorado's like, no one here can drive, just try it. Yeah, right? <laughs> Colorado's like, just pay our exorbitantly high vehicle registration fee and you're good to go. Yeah, it's like, no, I swear I know how to drive. I have a license that I'm giving to you. That's how you know I know. I mean, but like the entire state of Georgia exists. So, the entire state of Pennsylvania exists. This is now also, called Car Wars Pod. Also, Oregon. <laughs> Car <What>? Wars driving <laughs> tests. <laughs> I almost failed my written driving test when I was a teenager. Not because I like did badly on it, but because I was like waiting in line 
to like turn in my answers. And the person behind me in line, like they, they got in line and I realized that they were like a classmate of mine. Like, because, you know, small town, I'll go to from the same driver, From driver's ed? No, or just from like, like high school. class. Yeah, yeah, just like regular. And so I like started talking to them. And then like <laughs> the dude noticed, the like person who's grading it notices us. And he's like, you can't talk during this. And he like fucking screamed at us. It was very funny. I was like, bitch, we're not trading answers. We're already standing in the line. We have no pen. I, I oh, you got had a, a paper one. We had a screen. Oh, right. yeah, we had a paper one. I'm old, Ron. I don't know what to tell you. You're, you're I mean, not I, old. Like, like I I, They definitely if, had that technology, especially in an expensive state like California. Like, if you they, had been in Maryland, you would have had a fucking screen. It wasn't a yeah. good screen. You had to, like, smash it like it was an MTA <laughs> ticket machine or something. But, you you know, just use your knuckle. It's fine. I also had a paper test, Chris. Don't Jesus feel bad. <laughs> it's because you and me are old, We Kristen. have infrastructure in Massachusetts. No, I'm just kidding. We don't, actually. But Kristen and I are the oldest two on the pod. We're, we're the yeah, two in our 30s. Yeah, but my who's older than okay, you two. Okay, y'all just screen. turned 30. Yeah, in our 30s. <laughs> I am in my Three, 30s. Zero. And any, I don't think 30 is that old, for the record. I can't oh. wait to be 30. I don't I know. I already either. look 30, funny. so I'm ready I'd make such there. a good 30-year-old. Despite how what I does look that right even now, mean? I don't know. I was, there's so many different directions I could take that joke, and I just like couldn't decide on one. Because you're 30 and your brain mouth. Yeah, that's what no, it is. That's what it is. Yeah. It's like when you get out of bed and your back doesn't work anymore. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's 30, right? Isn't that later? No. Okay. Oh, oh God! Fun. When I was in Vegas oh, last week, sure. my like back hurt so fucking much. I was like, I am, I am getting old. This is. I am over the hill. This is the worst. <laughs> yeah, like the day after I turned twenty-eight, it hit me. I just like I just tell myself if I and... keep hurting myself in small amounts at the gym, then maybe I'll just be in pain from that forever and not notice everything else. <laughs> That's, That's the strategy. dream. I don't know. I've had a bad hip for a decade. I'm good. Oh yeah, I have terrible hips. I just pretend. I just listen to them click, and I'm like, all right, this is fine. <sighs> and on that note. So I was going to say, I don't even remember where we were, but that's okay. Something we, about We Boba had yelled Fett. about Boba Fett for a while. And, you were, yeah, you were talking and the, about Star the Star Destroyers, Destroyers backing up. Park. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was just going to say about Boba Fett. I'm going to be very interested to see how they write him in Book of Boba Fett. And if they do make him, like... Because, like, there's, like, the view... You know, previous to his appearance in Mandalorian. I feel like there was, like, these two different views of Boba Fett. There's, like, Boba Fett as like the fan bros see him which is that he is this invincible person who cough died but like he is this amazing like bounty hunter who's like more fearsome than anyone like including fucking darth vader or some shit and then there's the way he's been written which is that he thinks very highly of himself and by all accounts is fine (laughs) he's an okay bounty hunter yeah he's still that annoying fucking kid from the Clone Wars, like, at heart. He's, like, he's the person who, like, makes everything look like he's trying super... F- like, rather, he makes it look like he's doing amazingly well because he's, like, doing it alone, but then, like, he's not actually doing it that well. It's not hard. It's not. But then he was in Mandalorian, and he's fucking baller, so who the hell knows what Boba Fett we're gonna get? Well, maybe maybe he's grown up, and he's lived, and he's learned, and... And he's been digested. Life. He's been digested. He's just been on Tatooine for God knows how long. <laughs> Yet another Even though he person had a ship. who could not get off fucking Tatooine despite having a ship. 
Maybe it has some other dimension of physics where it like pulls you in. It's not gravity, but it's like emotional gravity. You just can't fucking leave. Like you really keep trying, you can't fucking leave. He couldn't. When Luke said it was, when Luke said it was the planet that's farthest from the bright center of the universe, he meant gravitationally. (laughs) That was depression. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, let's move on to. Do we even want to talk about there is always another? I fucking hated this story so much. I, I think there are some points to talk about, and I think we should include the criticism because it was fucking weird and not great. <clears throat> um, my my one counter argument because I'll put on my white man pants for a second. I can't even bring myself to say play devil's advocate. Um, holy shit. <laughs> Some of his observations and, like, memories of Anakin are a hundred percent... Like, Anakin's a piece of shit. He's a useless motherfucker. We don't, like... He doesn't do well in the Jedi system, which is correct. But I still look at that. I'm like, these things are all correct. However, you still loved him like a brother. Like, what the fuck? Like, you were super cool with these 20 years ago. And, like, I don't know if it's stewing in the fucking Tatooine sun with your depression and no ship to get off the planet. And also, you can't get off the planet because you have to because you promised. Another example. (laughs) Because you promised, like, I don't know, man. I don't like this. I think we've seen a lot of characterizations of Obi-Wan across the various... um, Forms of media. This was not. This was probably the worst I've read. You know, he's. I don't want to say he's cynical. He's always been kind of like the, you know, the nerdy. He's got his little pencil pushing, whatever. Um, but like, despite how much he fucking loves rules, Obi Wan Kenobi is a Capricorn. It's fucking canon. Um, <laughs> he he's got a very kind soul like he he's generally a very understanding person like even when he's with Qui-Gon and like he's still a Padawan he fucking hates everything but he'll listen to it and then like kind of stew about it but like never in such never in such a hostile way hostile is a very good word to describe Obi-Wan in this story he's very hostile he's he's very bitter and he's very hostile at everything that's going on like, in the way you'd expect a teenager to be. No disrespect to teenagers. Being a teenager is really fucking hard. But, like, this is a grown-ass man who has this... all the time to think about things and reflect on things. And it's like, <laughs> reflection just made him more depressed. Which, nothing wrong with that. We've all been there. But, like, I don't know. I mean... Go to therapy. Space therapy, bro. Ironically, I mean, this is... Sorry, you go, Burb. Ironically, like, his kind of, you know... <sighs> This story is just him being Anakin circa Attack of the Clones. Like, he, to speak to your teenage thing. He fucking hates sand. Don't we fucking all? Yeah, I mean, Rana, to your point, like, he's like, he's a, he's an old ass man, but he's also a fucking dead ass man. Like, he, like, he's supposed to have become, like, one with the Force and like you know it has this worldly view and that like we know from like previous depiction of obi-wan in the canon that he has this like larger view of 
the world and the galaxy and his role as Luke's mentor. And it just felt like this didn't do anything. Like, it, it, I like, I really hate this, like, when people say this because it's, it's so often just like dude bros using it to, like, put down the stories of people they don't like. But it like it feels like it's a story written by somebody who didn't particularly like Obi Wan. Yeah, it Obi Wan is famously like one a very powerful Jedi. Like honestly, he's the f- cream of the fucking crop. And like if we're talking about kind of prequel era galaxy, like he's on the is he on the council? He is on the council. He's on the, the council. The he's like thirty. Something. I don't know. He's in his 30s. And he he's so powerful. Like, he's very smart. He's a good dude. Um, you know, and he's he's just, like, such a, a, a dynamic character in the prequels and, like, honestly, kind of throughout, you know, all the other, um, again, media we have, like Clone Wars, and there have been other, um, you know, stories and books that have him that really, I think portray a very nuanced kind of obi-wan and this is just like i was in the desert for 20 years and i'm angry i mean and to be fair good jedi really thrown into a bad situation but like it's not like they like gave him anakin and then anakin blew everything up and then it was done like he had over you know a decade of you know basically being an older brother to this shitty motherfucker like it's not nothing there it's not it just can't it can't just be anger but like you know what what if we just make it anger say lovey this story isn't there you go runner um i was just gonna say there's a note here and i actually don't know what the history of it is but that the author of the story is uh probably not someone we should be a huge fan of anyways so i didn't know if anyone wanted to elaborate on that because i don't oh yeah mackenzie so mackenzie lee is the author of this and she has, like, a very questionable history. Apparently, like... Checkered she... past? Checkered, checkered past. Uh, she would apparently, like, blurb... Like, she would, like, put a blurb, blurb out for books and then go around signing those books as if they were... As if she was the author. And so she, like, signed a lot of black people's books as if she wrote them. Yeah. That's gross. Yeah. What? So, TLDR... Don't hire mediocre white women, and we can stop talking about it. Also, her social media is kind of annoying. I looked at her website, and I was like, I'm a is bad it? person, but I don't like this. She's very, like, aggressively white. That doesn't I mean, I say me. that about everything, but... I mean... It's fair. You'll stop saying it when it stops being true, but... <laughs> Will I? Well... <laughs> Not to stop dragging white women, because we're always here to do that. Remember when there was just a whole episode of The Clone Wars... That was where Obi Wan did facial transformation as part of the plot. I forgot about that. That was weird. Was that on the yeah. list of ones to watch? Because I don't remember that. Is that I in season know. three? I feel like I saw it in my rewatch for Bad for Bad Batch, and I'm only at the end of season three now. So I feel like I'm, I I vaguely remember, but it's like it feels like a fever dream. It's episode. I just looked it up because I was like, I, this didn't exist right i totally made this up nope this exists no it was All real I had to look up was obi-wan disguise and it was there um it, the episode is called deception 
it's in season this. four. So okay. Obi Wan is Carl Havoc. That one yet. Yes, that's <laughs> it's Havoc. that's his name. <laughs> or something. Something like that. No, R- it was Rako, a Rako Hardine. Rako Hardine. No, Keeks, it was a it was an I think you should leave reference. Oh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> oh, I was wondering where I knew that from. I was like, yes. yeah, I feel like <laughs> I feel like the Jedi never actually like use pseudonyms or aliases. They're always just like Jedi robes, same <laughs> face. This is my name. Here's my social security number. Do you have any more questions? But I'm going to put my hood up so you don't know I'm a Jedi. Yes. Don't worry about the lightsaber. <laughs> it's fine. That is absolutely the Jedi ethos. Hood covers all. I guess I didn't think about how Carl Havoc could be a Star Wars name. Oh, very much so. Honestly, very it totally add, could add, be. Add, you do Carl with a K, you add a second R, perfect. Oh, or and make it H-A-V-O-K. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, if they start and land... <laughs> or add an extra H. Start and end with the same letter, that's Star Wars gold. Mm. Amazing. Everybody go watch I Think You Should Leave Season 2 and you'll understand what we're talking about. It's actually quite funny. You can save your brain cells if you hate it. It's all right. You probably won't be listening to our pod if you have brain yeah, cells, it's but like, it's fine. Oh, I, I saw say, if you hate, I think you should leave, but also I'll go back to Star Wars sense. after this. But like I saw a review of I think you should leave. And it was like a ranking of like the best sketches from season two. And the best one was correctly uh, the coffin flop sketch. <laughs> uh, but I'm sorry. Tables really beat me to it. <laughs> tables was so good. But basically the review of it was like this, this, this sketch encapsulates the entire show. In that it might be the funniest thing ever written, but I also can't in good conscience recommend it to anybody I know. <laughs> it was true. it was just me, like, a little drunk. Maybe a little high? I don't know. Texting Kate, coffin flop. <laughs> just, like, over and over again. Spectrum this TV wants to get sad. Re- it wasn't in the group chat. It was so... Oh, well, I, I, knew that, I knew that they had seen it yes, already we all so. watched it at different times was the problem I also, i'm also definitely going to think every time that i yell at someone with my angry massachusetts road rage every time I'm like can you fucking drive you don't know how to drive i'm gonna think of that skit every single time <laughs> i don't i'm so scared <laughs> that person took the driver's test in maryland you don't know how to drive for that you don't have to know how to drive for that. Is the sentence I was going for? We're we're good. I we're doing that's the what best. You said. It was Candorize, so. Mackenzie Lee's Obi Wan Kenobi definitely asks people if they know how to fucking drive. I also do that though. Yeah, don't we all? <laughs> Some of us are from the East Coast, Is that a Chris. Sign of being unhinged. <laughs> I think it's an East Coast thing. It is aggression <laughs> behind the wheel. It's cool. I don't cut people off. I just yell at them. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. All right. So anyway, that was enough of the Obi Wan story. Hello there. Um, do we want it? I feel bad because I love Kevin Scott, but I also could not possibly care less about the fucking rabbit. So like, I mean, some weird shit. I will say I do. I did love the bait and switch at the beginning. Like, the first page and a half, you're like, oh, my God, Lando. And you're like, this is not Lando. Who the fuck okay, is... Okay, I thought I was just dumb. I'm Jackson with two too. X's. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like is a this a millennial Jackson. white girl's daughter or son <laughs> or child? <laughs> yes. It's like, that's a name on the fucking, like, McKaylee board. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So yeah, I thought that so, was well done, but I didn't care about the rest. Although it was nice when he saved that little family at the end. We love a good story. It was. So the backstory of Jackson is he is like the giant green rabbit character that came out of like the Star Wars comics of the 80s and is like always kind of like, what the fuck is this bullshit? Like, it's like that and Han Solo punching the giant otter are like two of the biggest like, (laughs) what the fuck visual moments of Legends. And Kevin Scott just fucking loves this rabbit. <laughs> and has just, like, made it his goal to write him into everything he possibly fucking can. Which I, I admire. I of that. I, I, I like, really I, respect I, it. I respect the goal, but I still don't care. <laughs> it's all right. We'll read more Kevin stuff later. We'll read High Republic. It will like Kevin again. <laughs> I mean, we still like Kevin. We just don't care about space rabbits. Exactly. I hate it when he does that. Yep. Here's Han Solo fighting the giant otter, as one does. I just want to say the otter has amazing bling. I love it. It might this... be canonically native with its beadwork. I'm here for it. <laughs> does that make Han Solo a colonizer? Han Solo is a colonizer. He, everyone in Star Wars is a colonizer. He's a white man from Raiders. a shipbuilding planet who goes Jar Jar. out and gallivants across the galaxy. Yeah, the Gungans and the Tusken Raiders are the only ones who aren't colonizers. Yeah. Also, I'm not crying. I just have sunscreen in my eyes. What a mood. Listen, it's an emotional otter, Rana. You don't you don't have to hide it. They're just so happy. <laughs> they hold their little hands and they smash up clams. I want to live that life. Floating in the ocean. I mean, otters are perfect. Warm. They are good. But they this reminds terrible. me. This is, this is just like the most off-topic episode we've had in a while. But this reminds me of I'm at really the DC sorry. Zoo. There was a river otters exhibit where there were like 10 otters and nine of them were like named after different foods. And then the 10th one was just named Kevin. <laughs> and there was something about that that just made me and Kate die fucking every time. Very, it's a very DC zoo. Na- sorry, national zoo mood. Smithsonian National <laughs> Zoo. Sorry, I'm um, just correcting Christian's spelling. In the... Okay, I thought you were saying Kaylee was the other otter, and I was like, this is not what I was promised. Yeah, haven't you seen Firefly? <laughs> Sorry, like, they're all named after that. About. One's Wash. <laughs> oh, I'm here for Firefly. One's Kevin. Just Whedon sucks. One's Cupcake. Uh, I don't know. I'm just making... <laughs> yeah, Cupcake right. the rapper famously in Firefly. <laughs> okay, I would watch that reboot, though. Same, 100%. <laughs> Can I do it? I know I shouldn't do another quick side note, but. <laughs> What's one more at this point? Uh, so Cupcake, um, it was Pride 2K17 DC, Capital Pride. Um, I had a friend from home. She um, she came up like Saturday morning, the day of the parade, to come go to the parade with me. She stayed the night. Uh, but Friday night, Cupcake played at the 930 Club in DC my friend like tweeted at her about like oh man i wish i could go or something so cupcake fucking like dms hers like i can get you vip passes <laughs> but my friends the like in, in southern fucking maryland an hour away like i can't make it because <laughs> it was already nine o'clock when this happened but it's still so your cool. friend abandoned cupcake despite don't being say a that fan no, don't say that kind of thing we fucking love and respect cupcake in this house apparently not really not enough to drive out from Southern Maryland. Well, to be fair, she didn't drive. Her parents dropped her off. 
the next day and then came up into my apartment. Her dad is like a former um, MPD officer and like came into the apartment mm. to like Yeah, we pee, hate that then. But also like check yeah, it out. Yeah, making a face. Uh, but it was okay. My roommate had um, a rescue dog with a cone of shame and a Jesus him? puzzle on the coffee table. So <laughs> I thought going to say the dog didn't like cops and bit him. And I was like, oh, no, she would never do that. Oh, I approved of the message. Listen, we love dogs that don't bite, but we also love dogs that bite cops. Yeah. But it was like, are you an okay person for me to leave my daughter with overnight? And like, look at the Last Supper puzzle on our fucking coffee table. Because my she roommate grown a- by then in 2017. Oh yeah, she was a like full ass like 23 yeah. year old. Right. Um. Yeah, grown ass adult. Cops kids. Fucking. Fucking. All right, let's talk okay. about chefs. Let's talk oh, about the gay lady Gordon Ramsay God. of Cloud City. She's not a gay Gordon Ramsay. She's more like, um, I want to say Alex Gornashelli. Kristen, maybe back me up on this. That, those were the vibes I'm getting. I know who that is. I'm, 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 I'm hip to it. Yeah. No, it, 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 it's not the... The Iron, Iron Chef fame, by the way, it, for people who also she's a judge. She's Miranda a regular judge on Chopped. Great, um, wonderful. But we we love Alex Cornishelli. <laughs> Welcome to Food Network Pod. Um, <laughs> Cookbook Wars Pod. April Fool's Day next year. April Fool's Day is not a thing, but uh, so I I really like this story. It was. <sighs> You know, you know, a lot of these stories are very, like, kind of, oh, this ties into the plot, and, like, a lot of them are more serious than others, but this one was just fun. It's just, like, somebody who, this nice little lesbian humanoid person who's very good at her job and is, like, harassing Lando about how good she is at her job. Like, what the fuck, sir? It's the middle of my sleepy time. Why is it just the two of us in this kitchen? He's like, oh, we have very important guests. And she's like, that's Darth fucking Vader. I thought he was fake. What the fuck is this? And, like, you know, it was just peak, like, this better be fucking important or I can probably kill you. Which I really respect in the character when they're gay, which she is. It's canon. Don't at me. I don't want to change the subject. But I also really want to talk about food, and I love it. Sounded so good. Descriptions of food, and this shit sounded fantastic. I love when she's joking about how these people can't handle their spice, and these people can't do this thing. And we're gonna put a little touch of this thing in here, and a little of this for acid, and a little of this for that. I was like, oh my god, I could read a Star Wars. I mean, I would read an entire book from her perspective. Didn't have to have a single recipe. I don't want like a cheap, <laughs> shitty cookbook from her. I mean, I'd buy it, but I like, I want. A whole book of all the different meals she planned for different foods and different people. Like, I am here for it. Yeah, I love that she pivoted, like, so fast from white people think pepper is too spicy to, like, you know what? I'm going to make the best fucking meal of my life because I'm going to die at the end. And fuck you if you think I'm not going to go out, like, just pew, 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 blasters blazing. (laughs) Blasters blazing, but with food. (laughs) No, Why I definitely, I definitely, I finished reading her like menu description and I was like, I'd, I'd pay 300 bucks a head for this meal. I'd, I'd do it. 
I want it. It sounded so delicious. None of this is real food. These are all fake things. And I'm like fake and in space but i want it in my stomach yeah that sounds weird i don't mean it like that i meant like for food i'm so sorry someone take me off the pod i need to go to bed god make that the title please god make that the title i know i know it sounded like that but i just really want food also the sunscreen is still burning my eyes I don't want it in my stomach that way. I, I just want food, is what I'm saying. Okay. Okay. I see. I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down, but honestly, it's fine. it sounds Whatever. like you want Interpret her to run you will. over with her space car. Which I don't mean, but and take it as back you will, up and if you wanted to mean that, that's beep, fine. It's cool. Beep. I just She's probably I got a good catering food. van that beeps. She nope. passed the parallel nope, parking keep test. keep that to ourselves. Okay. I was, I was going to say, <laughs> all of this her. could be innuendo. Oh, no. I have a very specific joke about catering vans, but I'm going to keep that to myself because mm, mm-hmm. <sighs> we can yeah. talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's off pod for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I did like about this one, about like actual Star Wars, is like we always get a lot of like, you know, doing the brave thing and fighting fascism which is like yes like you should fight fascism but always i did appreciate fight fascism. always fight fascism but i did appreciate the like very thoughtful like we could try to kill him and it probably wouldn't even work because he wears a fucking helmet and how's he gonna eat it <laughs> and also both our planets would be burned into oblivion also the whole can he eat yeah I've always loved the, like, I think there's a robot chicken sketch about it, and there might be some other sketch about it of, like, the awkwardness of that meal. But I love the idea of them, like, bringing out all this food and Vader's still waiting there. And then they'd place it in front of me and be like, the fuck? Like, what am I supposed to do with this? I don't know. That's only funny to me, but it's a great mental image in my head, okay? I'm going to stop. I'm leaving no, now. Bye. No, I'm all with end, you. Like, tweet. <laughs> that That scene is, like some of the original, like, extrosity of Darth Vader. Like, it's just, like, perfect. Like, not only am I going to sit here for God knows how long just to ma- be imposing, but I'm going to make sure that we order food, too. There's there's going to... So, technically, we set this up as, like, a dinner date kind of situation. So, we have to have dinner, even though I'm going to kidnap Han Solo and freeze him in carbonite. We're not eating, but like for appearances sake, you know, you can have a snack for the road. He's a classy guy at heart. Our little, uh, Annie, you can't leave your guests, you know, waiting. It's true. You can't like, listen, fascism is bad, but at least he's not a bad host. Yeah. That's Vader is actually native and he can't let anyone in his presence be hungry. There you go. He's not native. Please don't attribute that to us. Sorry, he can be Jewish instead. Same rule applies. Perfect. Same, yeah, same stereotype there. Or Midwestern. I don't want to eat what Midwesterners give me. Sorry, Midwesterners. You're great. I'm sorry, but like they're trying to figure out the white people food to give to Darth Vader. They're like, oh, humans like mayo? (laughs) (laughs) 70s (laughs) jello salad. Perfect. Let's fucking go. Have you heard of this? Slurp it through the helmet. It's called a casserole. It's just mayonnaise and jello and some tater tots. 
Excuse, sorry, excuse the fuck out of you, Burb. It's called hot dish. <laughs> Is that a real thing? I'm not googling it. My my apologies. I've uh, been out of the Midwest for a while. I haven't kept up with my family. Uh, amazing. Yes, Rana, there is something called hot dish. It, it, you don't. I mean, hot, hot dish is basically I mean, just what can. the Midwest calls casserole, isn't it? Yeah. In upper Midwest yeah. specifically. Yeah, it's it's more of like a Minnesota. Yes. Like I think it's still casserole in Illinois. But again, I haven't talked like, to my family in a while. A so large part of my family is white, but they're not that type of white. You're doing hot okay dish? then. Hot dish is what I feel like is an alternate name for a heat plate. Or a hot plate at a restaurant. Never would have thought of hot dish as a disgusting mayonnaise-filled casserole. The mayonnaise is optional. It depends on the it depends on the casserole. (laughs) But who's to say? Hot dish wars pod. (laughs) We have a new calling. Um. Ill. No recipe from Rana for that shit. Rana's just like, I'm going to just leave y'all white people with that one. You can can have it. You can't see me, but I've had like three quarters of my beer in the last 45 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Just just washing the imaginary taste of hot dish down. I might go get another one. Do it. Do it. Do it. Where's our our sound bite? It's fine. We don't get one. I'll be back. Do it. That one. Do it. Thank you. All right. Yes. Like which soundbite? When do they say Sorry. "do it" in Star Wars? I'm slow. Not familiar. <laughs> I don't know her. Um, let's talk more space lesbians. It's a space lesbian kind we of day. Fucking every day is a space lesbian kind of day, Chris. If you read the right books. Um, so true. we're we're still on. Best Ben. Two beers on a Monday. Oh, I'm so sorry. I interrupted like always. Oh, no. No. Basically character Two beers on a Monday is standard. Is it not? Is that just me living with Kristen for a year and a half and just kind of carrying that over? (laughs) I mean, sometimes, but usually, unless we're recording, I try not to, or like socializing otherwise on Zoom, I try not to drink on weekdays because I suck and my budget depends on it. It doesn't depend on me sucking. It depends on my alcohol (laughs) consumption lowering. Again, 2019, no drinking on Wednesday or on weekdays, January 4th. Well, we have to watch Star Wars, so like. It's an exception to every rule. Let's drink these heavy ass IPAs. Um, but so space lesbians, we've, we're still in Bespin. We've got another kind of, what, no, she, she's like a fake bounty hunter. Like she's like the next wannabe one. bounty hunter wannabe bounty hunter but it's not like there's no other really like accurate um descriptor for what she does she's kind of like a bouncer at first right or like a a, like i don't know what else to call her she's she's doing she's quite have the rap abilities she's doing those tasks like hey can you go beat this person up like not at the front of the club but like after hours you know um and she's buying cool clothes to do it, which I don't know how I feel about, but also like she fucking loves cool the outfit. she loves the capes. She's got a lot of respect a blue for the jumpsuit capes. with a cape. That's how you know Love she's it. gay. Oh my god! I just remember that's what Kristen wore at her wedding. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it was white, not blue. It's fine. <laughs> a jumpsuit with a cape. 
Uh, and we loved it. And we love it for this character whose name I don't remember because it's written in the fucking first person, which is good, but, like, unexpected in a Star Wars story, you know? Um, I don't really have, like, a lot of coherent thoughts. I just love how gay she is for, like, that one, like, dealer person at the poker, the space poker. Maybe they're playing Sabacc. I don't fucking know. They're probably, they're probably playing Sabacc, that space poker. Um, <laughs> but she's like, oh, Joy is talking to me. And my body is shut down. I can't function. I can't look her in the eyes. Holy shit. And then, like, Joy tries to get her to join the revolution. And she's like, no, I got to meet Boba, Boba Fett. Uh, Boba Fett. That's Italian. Um, <laughs> now he's Italian. He's French. Anywhere in the Mediterranean will do. <laughs> Um, Anywhere in Europe will do. It's all white. Next Which time, Boba Fett Lebanese is not. Boba Fett. Yeah, Boba Fett, notably not, not that Lebanese people are white. It was white. Mediterranean. Sorry. Yes, oh, I, missed, I missed that comment entirely. I so just I'm, I'm sucking as always. I'm Go just ahead, gonna Burke. keep going forward and keep bullshitting whatever I'm saying, which was about a Boba Fett. Um, yeah, she's like, oh, I want to meet Boba Fett, and everyone's like, do you? And she's like, yeah, and then like someone's about to get shot and she's like oh or no her landlord is about to get shot and she's like yo fuck this let me go you know vive la revolution vive la it's France. like when you hang out with your friends who you know are not a great influence on you but you're like i'm gonna be cool i can i can live this life and then they immediately get into a fight at like the first bar they go to and you're like yo fuck this shit i'm, I'm getting home like i'm taking the train let's go i'm not i'm not a part of this anymore. let me go to my gay unionizing girlfriend right now and make her my girlfriend even though that's already what i think she is in my heart that's what i took away from the story i don't know about y'all like it was, cute. There, was no, it. there was no other part of the story except for gay union organizers i mean that it is listen star wars should be so lucky i, I don't make the fucking rules here I just ignore them and make everybody gay. <laughs> Amazing. All right. We are, we're almost through what we read this week, but let's talk briefly about No Time for Poetry by Austin Walker. I feel like we haven't actually been saying any of the fucking uh, titles or authors, but that's fine. Um, we're just disrespectful bitches. Yeah. I mean, me and Berber are white, so that's built in, so... A mohawk, we're not very respectful either. <laughs> we respect old people. We're nuts. Yeah, shit, man. Yeah, that's Hard. true. Uh, I was going to make a joke, but it's 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 also an after pod joke. Um, <laughs> uh, but what I loved about this, and I and I said it before, I just love that like when you need an idiot, you call Dengar. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, one thing that I love just generally is, like, when droids start being very kind of methodical and analytical, and they're like, here are the odds, and never tell me the wrong. But, like, <laughs> IG-88? Yes. They only yes. exist in multiples of 11. Yes. Didn't know that. <laughs> no, I'm fucking kidding, but the other one was <laughs> 11. <laughs> I totally believed that. I was like, I wonder where they are. Oh, yes, that makes sense. IG-77. Pablo said it on Twitter. They only come... IG-121 is his favorite. (laughs) Um, Which is famously not a multiple of 11. Yes, it is. 
21, 22, 1, 11, 21. 21. I do 121. A 121. Sorry, I thought you just said 21. <laughs> oh, I was like, okay. that's not a multiple of 11. <laughs> I do 21. technically a multiple of 11 if you <laughs> multiply it by a fraction. I, yeah, I, I, I think it's multi- a multiple 11 if you try. <laughs> <laughs> if you believe hard enough. I do 21 was just a shit ass prototype. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Math, famously about belief. <laughs> <laughs> IG-21 is the stitch of the Star Wars universe, but um, (laughs) IG-88, whose name I definitely just remembered, and we're all very proud of me, I love the fucking fact that he just, like, already calculates Dengar's, like, chaos into his, you know, projections. He's like, oh, yeah, so it's this percentage is, you know, here's this. And then the rest is just you doing whatever the fuck you're going to say. And I don't know what it is, but something will happen. It's great. I like that. Just, I mean, we, we see this all the time with Star Wars, but I love when droids make jokes. When they're like, I don't have time for for anything but numbers, except for humor. <laughs> I just love that shit. Yeah, it's like the, the vibes from... from Iggy and this are the fucking same as like fucking you say Iggy. Kate. Yeah, that's what that's what Dankar calls him, Iggy. Oh, he's I forgot. I-G. I totally forgot about. I'm sorry, I read this I- a long time ago. That makes more sense. Oh, I definitely did not read I it today you're being before super the podcast. Creative and just calling him Iggy, and I was like, I like this. Oh no, no, I'm not that creative. That's why I just talk about the stories. Very poorly in politics too. and history. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and gay shit. Always, but like. Iggy just gives me, like, big K2SO vibes. <laughs> just like, what the fuck are you guys doing? This is chaotic. You're not going to fucking... Su- oh, you're, do- you're doing it anyway. Cool. cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Definitely. I just, like... I want one day for us to get, like, multiple fully fleshed out droids on a Star Wars TV show or movie. I would watch a whole series. And oh, ooh, this was a, a fucking thing. One thing we can say about the rabbit man story. Jackson with two X's. Um, a very rude L3 reference. He was like, oh, how can I yep. like say something to Lando that will hurt the most? And I was like, okay, you're hurting all of us. Yeah. By, like, it was fucking disrespectful. Name dropping L three, like, oh, how is L three doing? Fuck you. Yeah, that was bridge too far, Jackson. Bridge too far. Maybe like continent too far. Yeah. Well, it's okay because the next story we're reading for next week is L three. So. It's the first one in the next one, right? It is. The yeah. look on Miranda's face right now. Miranda, you know we've looks... read an L three story before, right? <laughs> Have we? Have we? I, not in yes. Fakpov. The an old friend. Yeah, it's that's L three. Faith in an old friend. That's the them. first one for the next one. Or maybe it's the one before that. Uh, I'm gonna find it. I swear we did. Maybe I'm making this up. It was from the perspective of all the L three was in. Um... I think you just read one story further, Rana, because that is the first really? one we're reading I feel for like next I read week. L three was, was in dog sitting. Le- referenced in last shot. No. Wow, I totally yes. read Faith in an old friend like in the wrong moment, like. A month and a half ago, then. My bad. Spoilers. Let me mute. Uh, the look, the look on Miranda's face <laughs> when we said that there's an L three story was like I've had punted a dog. <laughs> we love L three. She's very good. We do love L three. Can you imagine L three and IG eighty eight interacting? 
Could you imagine L3 and Joy fucking, like, mobilizing an entire fucking planet's worth of workers? All the droids, all the workers, the proletariat to die for. Listen, L3 Assault Squad exists in canon. L3 fucking cloned herself and it exists in canon thanks to Jose Older. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm fucking saying. I just went back and checked, and yes, I somehow read this, like... When I was dog sitting, that's the picture we posted with the dog's head in my lap. That was like a month ago. I don't know why I read that one. Amazing. Did, so don't bring the frequency of our Instagram posts into this. <laughs> no, no, we need better content. It's all right. I haven't tweeted in a month either. For the betterment of I our I posted world. today. We're we're being good. Nobody had anything for me last week, and I didn't take a picture of Tony with a book because he's not a cooperative boy. Next book, which I still have to order, I will try to get Argos to read again. I mean, you can't literally read, but we can pretend. Um, <laughs> you don't know that, okay? I mean, he can open up doors, and he knows a lot of words, so it's only a matter of time. <laughs> Listen, he talks. He does talk. Not human words, but something to the Huskies. Mm-hmm. All right. And then our final story, Bespin Escape. The, the creatively titled Bespin Escape. Uh. Is it the one where they try to escape? From Bespin? Bespin? Yes. Sure fucking it is, is verb. Surprisingly enough, but it was it was cute. I like this one. Even though it wasn't great, it was cute. It, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't my favorite story. I don't know how much I think it added to the canon, but it was fun. Like it was it was just like a, a, a really fun read. It was very much like the chaos of, you know, the kind of trope where like everything's burning down around like a couple a family friends whatever everything's burning down but like nobody notices it because oh god i just remember what it makes me think of and it's a harry potter thing um it's okay we're shitty millennials i can't help it man uh but like they don't fucking notice like the whole thing they're fucking arguing for like three hours like should we evacuate the planet well, Lando said so, but this guy has this, like, mob boss who says we should stay, and we should always trust the mob, the Ugnot mob. Um, I don't know. I, Ugnot I just, Mafia, famously trustworthy. Exactly. I just fucking love that. Like, Were the Ugnot Mafia people the Ugnots that are helping during the um, carbon freeze process? Probably. We can only oh, assume. Or am I just discriminating and assuming all Ugnots are the same? I mean, there are a I feel lot like that's of the Ugnots that's the story on, we didn't get. on Bespin, but I think that the one, the fucking Ugnot boss is probably related to that. Like, he, you know, they, they comment in the story that, like, he probably knew this was happening, and, you know, well before we got this little alert and well before the Imperials actually came. So I would put money on it. The aunt yeah. who hits people instead of solving family problems <laughs> despite being the oldest and wisest is totally my future. I cannot wait to get to smack the shit out of people for asking dumb questions at family conferences. Yes. It's going to be great. It's not a conference. I just couldn't think of the right word. Convening? Reunion? I don't know. Family? Fa- no, meeting. not reunion. Discussion. No, like in this one, there's like a major issue. It's like oh. a clan meeting, but that's not real. So. Did you say like a clan bake? I said clan <laughs> meeting? Oh, I was like, oh, yeah, like a, like a fucking... Fucking uh, Maryland over here. It's like, yeah, you're, you're going to a crab thing. A clam make or a crab thing? It's crab a crab thing. Burbs over here ready to eat some crabs at the yeah. bomb or clam bake. 
I, I actually don't like crabs that much. Don't say that out loud. Um, but yeah, like a crab oil, oh, fucking crawfish turning boil. Turning your Maryland card, Jesus. Listen, I know. I make up for it in Old Bay. Um, I do appreciate that Uncle Donsat is basically like, this is fine, Ugnot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, did you not hear? Did you not hear Uncle Axolotl? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know his actual name. <laughs> or no, his, not, na- not his uncle, actual but... name is Uncle Axolotl now. That's... <laughs> That's canon. That's canon. <laughs> Are we talking axolotl like the old weapon? I was thinking not, like, like the fucking animal? like salamander ass motherfucker. Yeah, is it's that like not an animal? also the name? Maybe that's not called an axolotl. Like I an axe? Like it is called an no. axolotl. You're right, Rana. Yes, I know exactly <laughs> Thank you, what you're Kristen. talking about. I have to Google <laughs> this now. I have no idea what you're talking about. When I was a teenager, so kind of hoped it was all a dream. Top Google search: Is it illegal to own an axolotl? What kind? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> oh, no. My internet's not working. Fascinating. Fascinating. Okay. I'm learning so much today. <laughs> but it's um, actually an adolotl, I think, not an axolotl. Adolotl. So okay. Like, I'm sorry. Did you miss the part up. where I'm white? <laughs> we were wrong, I think Rana. white people specialize in specified histories. I got confused about the walking fish and the the... <laughs> throwing tool same page fellow extrovert same page um i i know what i'm reading after this uh a reddit thread axolotl eggs could provide a potent weapon in the fight against cancer (laughs) please send to the group chat fuck yes (laughs) um i don't even remember what the fuck we were talking about other than axolotl um we're talking about how uncle axolotl New oh yeah yeah heroes yes, yes, were yes. coming and he was definitely there when they fucking froze Han Solo and Carbonite. Yes, I liked this story just because I like the like non-human like invisible person in the room because everybody's racist perspective. Like mm-hmm. nobody at n- nobody ever asked the Ugnots what they thought about the Imperial takeover of Cloud City, <laughs> and so I just I I enjoy that aspect of things. To me, it was kind of like the um the Jawa stories in uh. The first Fakpov. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, it's, I mean, it's very Star Wars to, you know, kind of ignore that and, like, never really talk about it outside of this. It's like, ah, oh, Bespin, there's Lando and Han, Han, Leia, and Chewie, and fucking Darth Vader, and nobody else on the planet. Like, no one else is in Cloud City. And then there's all these fucking Ugnaughts, like, should we go? like is this is this for real like are we gonna have like that's are we gonna have jobs are we gonna have to fucking like deal with that empire bullshit where you know they're just gonna enslave us all again and we're still gonna fucking mine this um gas gas which has a name it starts with a t tibana maybe yeah yeah, the only words I can think of are terrarium and titan, and neither of Classic those are correct. terrarium gas. Well, I was too busy thinking about the fact that you left off, as important as your point was, you left off two key characters in the escape, Ice Cream Machine Man and Cool Disco Headphones Man. Yeah. <laughs> no? No one? Okay. No, I was, I'm with you 100%. I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Burb is like, what the fuck? <laughs> I can only imagine Keeks' face. <laughs> 
incredible. This is quite a way to end the pod. Yeah, I was gonna say we're just we're just <laughs> dropping. I don't even want to do the outro. I just want to like cut out right after <laughs> Ice Cream Man and Cool Disco Headphones Man. <laughs> That's it. That's the bookworms pod. I will point out who I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't know who we're talking about. I I think I'm I think the whole fandom knows who you're talking about, Ron. Right. It's like they're so clear in my head. Listen, we we all know. We all know. Anyway, thank you all for, well, all one of you who made it through to the end of this episode of the Book Wars pod. Um, Next week, we're going to be finishing up our reading. We'll still do a wrap up after that. Uh, We're going to be reading uh, Faith in an Old Friend uh, by Brittany Ann Williams through The Will's Strike Back by Tom Engelberger. Uh, in the meantime, find us on Twitter and Instagram at BookWarsPod. Email us at BookWarsPod at gmail.com or find us on the Toshi Station Radio Patreon Slack. Uh, if you have the means, first donate to uh, Islamic Relief USA. And then if you want to support us, because you got to give. The whole thing falls apart if you don't give. Uh, donate to the Toshi Station Radio Patreon or give us coffee at ko-fi.com slash BookWarsPod. Um, we've been we've been keeping the Argos, Cerberus, Jasper, Orca, and Tony content coming, and we will do so, but only if you give. Um, our theme song is "Whiz Bang" by Poddington Bear. Our logo and artwork are by Joby Terra Design, and our audio production are done by Kristen McDonald. I am Chris for Rana, Miranda, Kristen, and Kate. Thank you for listening to episode 142 of the Book Wars Pod, and we'll talk to you next week. I like turtles. I'm doing the best at this. <laughs> we are definitely doing the worst. <laughs> <laughs>